Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the RSL Show. This is your host slash producer, Andy Munoz. And we've got across the table from me... You got Josh Clark here. You look like Joe Rogan. Oh. A little bit. I cut my hair off? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's a compliment or you're trying to hurt my feelings. <laughs> Whoever... Well, you each, guys, each listener you guys can be- take that whichever direction they want. You guys believe the same thing, though. About aliens? Yeah. Yeah, apparently he doesn't believe in aliens anymore. Not anymore? No. Crazy. That's what I heard anyway. That's Josh Clark. What's yes. up? What's How are up? you? I'm good. It's hot. Are those new piercings? Your nose? No, they're not. You just look different. It's because I buzzed my head. Yeah. I well, got really hot the other day and I buzzed my head. You pulled a Pedro. I did. I pulled a Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite. Nice. I got really hot and I cut my hair. Yeah. Isaac. Yeah, what is up, guys? How you guys doing? He's projecting. He's pretty. Yes. Yep. We had a coaching <laughs> session. I got to scream into the mic now. <laughs> Maybe not scream, but you got to not... Mumble. Oh, yeah, not... You're not on NPR, Isaac. Yeah, okay. This is a very professional, unprofessional situation, but you need to talk a little louder. Okay, I'll try to talk louder. Just don't don't pull a Jake and blow out people's ears. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, if Mitch were here, he'd have your back. Yeah. He would. Yeah, that's just, you know, Mitch. Just need to get better mics. No. (laughs) (laughs) The amount of mics we have purchased, good sir? No. Yeah. I just got here. Many. Horrible. Be thankful for these ones. Yeah. You're a bad person, Isaac. All right. Junior <laughs> producer, he's here. And then uh, to my right, uh, he cut off his Lego hair. I'm so upset about it. <laughs> First off, before we even introduce you, dude, so be honest. Why did you get a haircut? Is it because you're famous now? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got a haircut because I I just got tired of it. It's hot, just kind of like Josh. Yeah. It's really hot outside, and so I was like, I don't want to keep getting the sweat and waving my hair out of my face and so i just cut it looks good thank you you got thick hair dude i do i i, I get that a lot yeah actually yeah i don't think you guys ever saw i i used to have it down on my shoulders back in like back uh, like a year ago if you see the very first episode of el show uh ourself yeah i have the long hair in there what inspired growing the hair covid covid yeah that's cool yeah all right, so here's a here's a here's a true test of your age and uh the uh you know, we we're trying to like, you know, kind of break the barriers here because Josh and I were a lot older than you two guys. You guys are kind of like the newer voice, right? Some may like it, some may not like it, some may love it, but y- you guys are going to pull a new audience. But I want to uh just kind of prove your age right now. Did you go to an actual barber? Or did you go to like a gray clips for your haircut? I went to my my friend is an actual barber. Okay, he has he wow. has like his own little shop in his basement. You want to plug it's it? Pretty cool. Yeah, sure. Uh, Gary the barber, hit him up. He's out based on West Valley on Instagram. Uh, on Instagram, yeah, he's on Instagram. Gary the barber. Wow, 
Isaac, who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you who could, you're sick. Yeah, I, t- I took my hat off. I took my hat off. Let me put it back on. <laughs> Man, dude, you ha- your hair looks like the the Beavis and Butthead like hairdo right now. It's dope though. I like it. Yeah, I need to go get it cut. No, I think you should grow the mullet out. Oh no, no, I am. But okay. it's just like the sides and everything, and like, but the absolute barber. I know you guys didn't ask, but he yeah, is really away. good. He's really good at Cervant and Magna. That's that's today's up show. We're just gonna be. Plugging, I've hit him up for a haircut a few times, and I, I keep not going because mm-hmm. every time I go to a Squarespace, it doesn't work. Yeah, the schedule. You have an Android? No, I have an iPhone. Hmm. I'm not a psychopath. Yeah, you're uh, <laughs> dude. The the coolest haircut that Isaac ever got was in Las Vegas, and it, it was like an industrial part of town. Dude, the guy that cut your mullet over there, that was sick. Dude, that was yeah. the cleanest haircut I've ever seen. So you get steps on the sides. Steps? Yeah. I can ask. Yeah, and then do like a little line in your eyebrow too. Yeah. Might as well, man. <laughs> You're young enough to do it. Yeah. We're just like living vicariously <laughs> right? through these young dudes. I can't grow this mullet or do steps or have a yeah. little line in my eyebrow, so you have to. How rad is it though? Like, you know, he's like, yeah, my friend in his basement. Dude, I, I got a tattoo like in a in a freaking bedroom by some kid and now he's like one of the best tattoo artists employs tattoo artists mm-hmm. in salt lake city so we'll plug tiger claw tattoo shay mcafee yep. all right cool let's talk about real salt lake we're not the uh, other rsl podcast that talks about personal stories and personal lives for an hour dude i'm not even exaggerating bro do you know which one i'm talking about Don't say i the do because you give them crap every time we see yeah. them do you know what i'm talking about don't say the name i won't i won't but i do know who you're talking about I think I do. No, uh, you've never listened Alex to Alex trying that? to keep the peace. I don't think I do. Yeah, no, he's the peacekeeper, bro. I don't yeah. think I do. He's too new. Yeah, <laughs> you're too. <laughs> you haven't been tainted, bro. You're gonna you're gonna get a lot of hate here soon for being affiliated with the RSL show, the best podcast in Salt Lake City. Just generally, generally <laughs> yeah. the best yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Why are we winning uh, the, whatever the local uh, awards are for best podcast? We should. We have a lot of is there, is there high reviews. Is there a best in Utah for that? I think I, there is. I think I think we I think you guys got a good shot. Or I guess we got a good shot. De- yeah, definitely yeah. we don't know. <laughs> yeah. No if, if we won that I would say so no one was against us. I would make a championship belt just to rip I would too. Like I would definitely go wild with it, <laughs> yeah. but I'd also question it. We like so are we, get a are we one of one? I would show it like my media pass. <laughs> up in the air. Yeah. All right, let's I'd expect an entrance, like entrance music when we walked in the stadium. All right, you guys you guys are talking over one another. We're not going to do that. You just got us too excited, I'm sorry. Because we're not... Uh, okay, continue. Let's talk about soccer. All right, let's talk about soccer. So, uh, a few things. Uh, the RSL show, again, one of the best RSL podcasts. Like, it's not even a freaking contest, guys. Like, we have, we have content out on the podcast apps, right? Whatever. Anybody could do that. But we're also on YouTube. And then, you know, big news, we were featured, the video that we made with uh, Stevenson Sylvester, former Utah Utes and former NFL linebacker for the Steelers, uh, it was on KSL, Channel 5 on TV. Did you watch it? No. Yeah, you were- I watched it on YouTube, but- Yeah, we featured you. I featured you. Did you change my name? No, I just put Josh Clark on there. You should have changed my name like you said you were going to. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so we're, you know, we're creating a lot of uh, video content. That's something that a lot of other podcasts won't do or can't do or watch this. Because I'm saying this, a lot of them are going to start doing it. I don't know. I've got such a chip on my shoulder today. Yeah, man, you're you're flying. You're flying too close to the sun. (laughs) Yeah, dude. I think you're getting a little too aggressive over here. I'm not going to get burned, though, bro. Come on. We'll see. That just means. The more you talk, it means the more we have to do. <laughs> yeah. you know Hang I mean? on. The only one that does contend with that, though, and we'll give him credit, El Show RSL. Well, but that's our sister show, so it's, yeah, you, you know. Yeah, they do a lot of good video work, a lot of good video interviews. All right, let's talk about the match. Alex, you were at the match, I both was. matches. <clears throat> I was. Have we done an episode since the <laughs> since no. the no, no, that's where we're really lacking is yeah. consistency. <laughs> <laughs> we're the best, but we don't put content out. No, we that, put a that lot video, of video. That video took a lot out of us. Yeah, no, honestly. no, we did put an episode out. We did. Uh, you were at training with Tom. We went to training with Tom Hackett. Bless his heart, his Australian heart. He's such a nice guy. Uh, we went out and talked to Tony Beltran, Pablo Mastroeni, Jasper Lafelsend, my current and favorite player, by the way, Aaron Herrera. 
Um, if you haven't checked out that episode, go back and listen to it. Um, if you need to, like, if you're looking for the best part of the episode, just go to like minute 30 when we start talking to Jasper because he's got a cool story. Like he thought his soccer career was over and then he just put his name into the bucket and voila, he's playing major league soccer. We should get him on the show. Yeah. He's a cool guy. I think he'd come. Yeah. Great midfielder, German, very nice guy. Uh, but yeah, that episode is out. So let's uh, talk about the last match. And it's not too much to talk about. It ended in a 0-0 draw. Uh, we've all been celebrating, you know, eight straight uh, sellout home crowds. Uh, this is like the best start, I think, that I've been around for for Real Salt Lake in a long time. I think it might. We're inching closer and closer to the best start. With everything into account. So not only like the, the play on the field, the ownership, th- what they're doing at the stadium, um, the uh, what do they call it in FIFA, dude? With your whole squad, chemistry. There yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the chemistry is hot with Real Salt Lake. We didn't get the the result that we all wanted or anticipated against Columbus Crew. Um, but what did you guys think, Alex? Let's start with you. You were in the box. What did you see? What did you like? What did you dislike? It was a weird game. It it just sitting there in the box and like from the second the first whistle blew, I just felt off like it just felt like a weird game like rsl probably wasn't playing their best um they i don't know um i think jasper loffelson um janelle since we're on the topic of him was easily the best player out there um but it just something on the attack was missing um i don't know if the players were came out thinking too much about you know, if they won, they would have been in first. I don't know if the players came out thinking too much about that, but it just kind of the the, the play that we saw on the field just wasn't what we've been used to seeing from Rouse Lake in the last three four weeks. Um, and so it was just weird. It just felt kind of super off just seeing them off. Um, luckily, we uh, luckily we drew. Luckily, we're still undefeated at home. But to me, it just didn't. It just wasn't the best RSL soccer. It was absolutely a snooze, man. I, I, you know, the last seven minutes or so, we looked really dangerous. I don't know where the urgency came from. Maybe realizing, you know, we're in the final ten minutes and it's zero zero. I would have liked to see some of that urgency in a lot more of yeah. the match uh, defensively, though. Stout again. We're looking solid in the back midfield. You know, the midfield two of Lafelsen and Ruiz looking solid. Um. You know, I'm I'm really kind of curious though with the attack. We're we look clueless, man. Um, like, when are we gonna see K get a chance now? That's what I'm looking at. Woods out. Bring K on the bench. Maybe start him a game or two over Rubin. No, n- nothing against Rubin, but like, try something different at this point. Because if if we have another game like Columbus against a better team, dude, we're gonna get trashed. So I will give credit though to Pedro Santos, who's the left back for oh, Columbus. He, dude, he was all over the place. He sh- not not only was he all over the place, but he shut down Saverino all mm-hmm. game, dude. Saverino barely got the ball in that match, and I think that's what lacked a lot too on the offensive side of the ball. Well, and he was completely on an island when he did get the yep. ball too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I will give credit to Columbus though because you know what they may be lacking in talent, right? Missing some key attackers. They really came in and muddied the game up. They didn't allow RSL to play there style whatever their style may be right now because it's hard to identify but you know there are a lot of fouls you know a lot of off the ball things so columbus really came in and just made it a dirty game and of course it's the referee's first match ever so you're getting (laughs) uber irritated with him being soft on the whistle it did feel a little unfair at times but overall he did okay for his first game but yeah it was a it was a pretty bad result honestly yeah um bad you know, on paper, fifty-two uh, percent possession for Real Salt Lake, forty-eight for Columbus Crew, um, eleven shots for RSL, uh, with I believe it was two shots saved by the goalkeeper to Columbus's uh, six shots with four saves for McMath. Mm-hmm. Um, the most notable uh, play that I think, I mean, there were there were plenty of opportunities. We had uh, Justin Glad's header. Yeah, right at the first yep. first half. That went just, just wide. A, just wide. Ruiz's, Unlucky. Ruiz's bomb from oh, 45 yeah, out. Just wide. Yep. Miram shot the, a great save from Room. And then we also had, there's an opportunity from Sergio Cordova going mm-hmm. one-on-one with the keeper. Uh, he attempted to just kind of flick it over the keeper, but 
you know, goalkeeper was just on. Right. So, I mean, when you look at it that way, out of those four opportunities, I mean, it could have easily been a 2-0 result or even or a, a 3-0 result. I mean, it could have been. It was inches away from four goals. Yeah. Same could be said for Columbus, though. That chip that Santos attempted oh, nearly yeah. had McMath, you know. <laughs> He barely got a fingertip. I don't think he was expecting that. No, and he barely got a fingertip to it, which I'm put it off the post. So like that was was real close to being a stunner. And honestly, crucify me for this. Kind of wish it went in. Just to put it like put a little bit of pressure pressure on RSL, make us attack a little harder, right? Push the game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just did seem like a a different. Yeah, it's a different RSL than than what we're used to, and I think. You know, at the moment, we're kind of, you know, spoiled, right? Like, there's conversations about Supporter Shield and, you yeah, know, highest premature. points in the league, premature. sitting in the second. Or, or we were in second. I haven't looked at we're the table still there. yet. Still Austin there. ended up tying some. Yeah. So, it's just uh, it's just a product that we're not used to. But I know that we do this a lot on the show where we say, hey, this felt like a loss. I think to some of you in the room, it might feel like a loss. But I think that if this is RSL's quote-unquote, like, worst performance from, like, the last the last stretch that we've had. I'd say Vancouver was worse for me. Yeah, I would say that this is just not one of those games. I mean, yeah, it's a 0-0 result at home. You want to win at home. Um, but where you have a team that's just not clicking, um, not playing, like, what, you know, what we're used to seeing, like Alex had mentioned, I, f- I feel like a 0-0 result, I'll take that all day over a 1-0 loss at home. Sure, sure. And- I mean, definitely, too, with, I mean, RSL just this season seems like the type of team that's been kind of playing down to their opponents sometimes. And I think Saturday was a big example of that. Um, it's it's just something that happens in the world of soccer. I don't know why, but when a team sometimes teams will step out there and they'll play to the level of the opponent, where I think Rouse Lake should have gone out and, like Josh said, came out with a lot more energy, especially being at home, but they just looked flat. Yeah. Flat-footed. Not not too impressed. I mean, it just wasn't anything. Just nothing connecting. Yeah, but you know, I agree with what you said about Lafelsund. Um I mean, I'm out there shooting with my camera, and like he's on the ball, and I'm like, "Come on, Jasper! Like, come on!" And there were some opportunities where, at least from where I was at, it's like you know, your gut instinct wants to say, "Like, take a shot, shoot it!" Right? Mm-hmm. Um, how you know how far out is he actually, and how many defenders are between him and the ball? Sometimes I can't tell when, like, you're right, so close with a camera zoomed in. But, but you want to just see a rocket, you know? Yeah. Jasper, Jasper's showing a lot of promise, man. I mean, just to adapt that quickly and play with, uh, you know, ba- basically on that caliber and, and be playing MLS this quickly and adapting. And then also, like I said, uh, just – I know I've said adapting and molding and all that, but he, he just seems like an integral player already mm-hmm. this early in the stage. Where it's like you didn't really see that in the beginning from like let's say, you know, different positions. But like when you when we threw Brody in, there was right. no confidence in Brody. Right. Right. But like you see Lawfulson starting, you're like, all right. Yeah. Which is weird. I mean, that's you know, needle in a haystack, right? And I'm sure a lot of things have lined up to make it happen, right? Like solid locker room support, you know, good coaching on top of a good player with a high, you know, he has a high engine. Guy doesn't stop. So I, I think there's just like the perfect storm for him. You wonder what would happen say we do sign a six and he's no longer the starter like what happens to his career then right does he regress a little bit um or is he gonna have like a a schmidt syndrome where he has a he's he's on a good run of games but when that run starts to struggle right how does he respond so you know it's the uh what's the word i'm saying the jury's still out on jasper right but right now he's my favorite player to watch in RSL. And I think a lot of people forget that he wasn't supposed to be playing with the first team. Yeah, he initially signed for the Monarchs, yeah, and then we were going, oh, crap. He was supposed to spend the season with the Monarchs, and I think Tony Beltran mentioned that yep. in, the last, in the last episode. He, he he got his opportunity because of the injury crisis that Russell had mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year. And he, he took that opportunity, man. Oh, yeah. and He ran with it. Yep. It's he's very impressive. He's chasing a dream right now. Literally. He's chasing yeah. a dream right now. Yeah, um... There was uh yeah we uh, again there's there's so much content in the last episode of the RSL show specifically around Lawfulsen but yeah you're right Beltran was um you know commenting on on his moves from the from the Monarchs up to Real Salt Lake injury prone and even Lawfulsen kind of uh, mentions that in the interview that we have with him where it's like you know you don't want to see injuries but when you when you see an injury happen you can't help but think like okay this is my opportunity you gotta 
you gotta you know take it so yeah really really cool stuff from him i'm excited um but yeah zero zero result um you know one thing that i was that i wanted to talk about to you guys real quickly so remember like the sentiment where everybody was just pissed off because defenders were scoring goals and and then like you know the 2-0 result uh before the columbus crew game uh, marcelo silva you know gets that goal (laughs) You know, wearing the cop like the captain's armband. You know, it's crazy, mm-hmm. like just to see like his evolution um, within this season, really. Well, because mean, we were just literally saying in preseason, like if we sold him or moved him on, we would have been fine with it. And now I'm like, well, damn, I'm glad <laughs> we didn't. You know what I mean? A oh, lot of absolutely. yeah, a lot of chatter about you know him being you know lazy or distracted mm-hmm. or just like not the guy. So. We do this all the time on the RSL show. We we try to keep it real. We talked a lot of shit on defenders. Yeah, and I scoring goals. Yeah, and but now stand by it. I still, I love well, it. What dude. part? No, I'm absolutely fine with it. I was never <laughs> mad at defenders scoring. They can yeah. score all day long, it's but you forwards. still you still want your forwards to score too. Yeah, which they're not really. Now, so. now one thing to kind of point out, and we're gonna we're gonna do this probably all show because we we didn't podcast after the two zero win. Um, Jefferson Severino comes back to that goal is filthy <laughs> and gets one of the best goals filthy. that we've seen out of a forward in how long? Probably since wow. the Rubio bicycle kick. Yes, a year. Yeah, may- maybe. <laughs> and that was also against San Jose. Yeah, <laughs> Can we just play San Jose. A lot? <laughs> yep. So, what are your thoughts there? I mean, obviously coming in, having an instant impact. Um, you, you said it. He got shut out by Columbus's Cruz uh, defender, but. What do you think, man? Is he showing promise? Like, are you excited to have Savarino? Is he living up to the hype? I think he's a much better player than what he left, than when he left, I should say. Or, yeah. Um, he's come back. Obviously, like, he's learned. You can see kind of the moves and the skill and the energy that he's learned in Brazil, and he's bringing it back, and we've already seen it through the first couple of games, What he that new energy and what he's going to bring to that, um, um, that wing. Um, Savarino, I think right now, is... With obviously with Krylock out, I think he's going to be the one who's going to be running this offense, and I think he's going to be the one kind of the face of this franchise for right now. And it, you can s- just the way he's playing, I think he absolutely deserves it. Yeah. What about you, Isaac? What you think? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, Severino got a lot better in Brazil. Um, last match, I couldn't really say anything just because I didn't really notice him last match. But again, he was getting really yeah. He didn't get enough balls. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Josh? So you're still salty? No, I'm just kidding. You weren't salty on Savarino. <laughs> no, I'm pumped. He looks he looks great. Um, I'm a little worried we're going to over-rely on him. Yeah, just like Alex said, like the face of the franchise, right? Yeah, well, not even the face of the franchise, right? Like you can be the face. You can be on the tickets. But, like, you don't want your offense to only go through him. Because then he needs support. Yep. Well, so, I mean, that's what that's how it was, like, his last right. stretch with us. Is, so that's, what, that's my only worry. I, I want to see other guys really step up and contribute somewhere, which I think we'll see. I think I think if someone comes in, some money spent on an attacker along with Savarino, I think that will help the, alleviate the pressure, so to speak. But you know, who's like, to say if that happens? Someone like Gareth Bale? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you want to get into MLS conspiracies, man. You know what? I mean, that one's a confusing one, dude. You, you're How is he not a DP? Obviously, like, one of the, you know, one of the greatest players. I mean, Gareth Bale, for me... You know, I I know he's he's had a lot of success, um, but I remember he was just kind of like the the second behind you know Ronaldo at Real Madrid. Oh yeah, his Real Madrid days are not so that great if we really talk about it. Yeah, like, they don't love him there. No, so he that's, didn't play a lot either. So that's kind of how I see it. But when you kind of put him in that conversation, like you just mentioned, how is he not a DP? It's absolutely right. It's it's a it's a world renowned name. Even with whatever perception you have He's, of him. He is still a top-tier player. Yeah. So it's absolutely crazy that LAFC is pulling moves like this. Him and Cellini. Yes. Neither are DPs. I understand Cellini because he's old, but Bale and, is not. And there's been praise, right? There's pr- there's praise like from you know, probably fans on that side or just people saying, like, oh, these guys, you know, they know how to work the deals and they know how to... I want to see the numbers. <laughs> yeah. I want to see the breakdown, right? It's like, it's a little insane, man. It's probably the Apple money. <laughs> <Are you taking effect? laughs> Already. <laughs> it's something, man. 
Because they, they have room for, what, another one or two DPs? Another, yeah, they That's have room ridiculous. for another DP. Like, I have no idea how they were able to sign Bale and Chiellini on TAM deals. They just get, and like... And stay under the salary cap. Like, yeah. that makes no like sense Sergio to me. Aguero next or something. Right. It's insanity, man. And I, I just don't know. I don't know if it's fair at this yeah. point. The, the league kind of points towards fairness, but it's like... LAFC, like the last signings, it's if you're a fan, you're re-signing Vela. You have all these other guys. If you're a fan, it's like a dream. It's and it's almost it's like it's crazy because we haven't, you know, here at Real Salt Lake, like the big one of the biggest names that was like linked to us was Landon Donovan for a minute, and like that's out not of even, retirement. Yeah, and that's <laughs> not even yeah, it's not even on the same, uh, on the same scale, scale no at all. So it it just kind of makes you question and makes you think. And I, I start. I, I think we're just seeing like the evolution of MLS just kind of going, just in in the in the path of every other, uh, you know, soccer league or even like professional sports team where it's like, dude, you're just building or you're buying like this, uh, you know, crazy franchise to come in and win you trophies. So I don't know, man. I, I, I it's a little exciting in the same sense where maybe Real Salt Lake can pull something like that. If we can, you know, LA Galaxy, if they were able to pull Zlatan, great. Uh, but, you know, we just, we, we don't have the appeal of Los Angeles yet. No, and, and we never will. And I'm totally fine with finding really good players that don't have the household name value. I think that's more impressive for a scouting department, for a front office, etc., to go find a guy that's almost as good as Bale, but isn't Gareth Bale, right? And way cheaper. So it's Yeah, and we've seen it. I'll 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 admit, Chicharito comes here gets shut down. It's it's not very often that it actually really works out. Like let's be real. Yeah, there's a few instances of guys that really made a difference. Who were some big names that came out and just kind of like fizzled out? Pirlo, Gerard. Pirlo. That's that's crazy because that's like the first place that my mind goes to. Gerard. Lamp- oh my God, Lampard. Gerard was bad, Lampard. bro. Lampard wasn't the greatest. I think that whole generation of dps like mm. in that in those couple of years they just kind of came and left didn't yeah. do much they Juan got their Pablo paychecks they got their paychecks and then they were oh. like all right cool yeah so i mean it's you know i get that kind of like whenever i see a team sign a big dp i'm like okay like i hope it works for you like robbie Keane obviously worked david beckham worked oh, Thierry Henry worked zlatan obviously worked but like a lot of those guys still didn't get a cup Robbie Keane, dude, I love that. He's probably my favorite non-RSL player to ever play in the league. Top three MLS celebrations, dude. Yes. Do you know the Robbie Keane celebration? I'm trying yeah. to remember it, and I yeah. can't. Kyle Beckerman mocked him once after yeah, scoring against LA. It was so good. It's because you were five years old. I'm trying to remember it, and I can't remember. It's the it. guns. He, he does. Uh, okay. Doesn't he kind of do like a barrel roll into Kinda, it? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. 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 What a legend, man! Keen, so dude, Keen and Donovan and, and Beckham. Beckham. Woo, dude! When they, bro, Dirty. bro, that was a dynasty. If you could go back, yeah, the RSL used to give them fits. Oh, I know, bro. Those were the days, man. Remember, we used to sit <laughs> North Goal. Were we? Did we go to the matches together at that time? When I remember seeing, uh, I never I f- sat in the North. I sat in the North Goal with Mitch, and I think Andy Williams took a free kick against LA Galaxy. And it was like a late goal to give us the lead or just to seal the game. Like it could have been like a 2-1 we took the lead or a 3-1, but it was late. And that place erupted, dude. And me and Mitch, like we like jumped into each other's arms. And it was funny because like we weren't even like crazy RSL fans yeah, at that point. You were feeling it. You were feeling the atmosphere. But it was insane, dude. One of the best nights, man. One of the best games I've ever been to was in LA. And it was RSL versus Galaxy, obviously. And was I, was I like, there with you? No, no. He was me. No, you were. It was when me and Bean went down with Jake. Okay. And that game, dude, it was like 3-2, but RSL won it late. Robbie Keane scored some bangers. It was just a good. It was a good night. Yeah. That's that, that's a that's a good conversation, man. I think my favorite uh away match was Portland Becker bomb. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. yeah. That was a fun time. Anyways, anyway. what have you gone to uh, an away match? No, You've never the been only, to an away the only match. Oh, games boy. Uh, just Colorado for me. Yeah, Isaac's road tripped a few times up to Colorado, which mm. is cool. I need to get out more. You do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, we need, need to, to do some away games. I haven't been to one in a minute. I'm itching to go. Yeah, yeah. we'll go to a Portland game. That sounds fun. Portland is actually a lot of fun, dude. I have the worst memory, man. Like when we were. Conjuring memories, mm-hmm. like I totally forgot that I was there for like the 
MLS playoffs at Seattle, the PKs when they won. Forgot that I was in Portland when Portland won, but still. you were there working. Yeah, but still an amazing time. A lot of fun. A lot, a lot of fun. Just got rained and dumped on. Okay. Um, You've been to – didn't you go to SKC for the final in 13? No, I said I wanted to. Okay. But I couldn't because I, thir- I was 13. My, my old age, misremembering <laughs> things. <laughs> I wanted yeah. to. Well, you need to talk to your buddy Joe Rogan and get us on some uh, some alpha brain. Alpha brain. <laughs> you ever used alpha brain? By no. The way? Does it work? I when I, when I started my new job, I used it like consistently, and it was quite interesting. Really weird dreams, though. Yeah. Oh, I bet. <laughs> very weird dreams. Yeah, because he like sneaks DMT in there or something. I wish. Yeah. <laughs> um, what other news? Uh, okay, some news uh, real quickly. We just ran this on TV not too long ago. We are recording at the KSL Broadcast House, by the way. Thanks, KSL Sports. Um, David Blitzer, I think he just became a 25% part owner of the Cleveland Guardians. Dude, he just wants all the sports teams. The Major League Baseball team out there, uh, formerly the Cleveland Indians. I wish I had billions of dollars. Yeah, so David Blitzer, uh, David Blitzer still making runs. Um, making uh, a lot of, I guess, cool choices, but maybe some concerning choices too. Um, but I, I, I guess, I don't know, man. It's really weird. From what I, and I don't know how you know deep these meetings go or how often, you know, the leadership at Real Salt Lake, like, you know, talks to David or Ryan Smith or anything like that. I don't know. We're I not, bet you mostly we're not in those meetings. Or I, like Blitzer's right-hand man. Something. Yeah. But... Um, I think a lot of the concern has been kind of put to ease because I do feel like the people who are here in Salt Lake City in Utah, um, specifically with the club, are getting a lot of say in yeah. how the club is ran, um, how it's being presented, right? As far as like game day, um, all of the all of the decisions, um, at least that we know of, with uh, you know Thomas Warren and merchandise, that hasn't really changed. Right. No one's come in and said, "Hey, you guys have got to do this." You know, do it this specific way or this specific color palette or anything like that. Yeah, it definitely seems like they're just letting the guys do what they've been doing, which yeah. is great. Which is good. I mean, you're doing something right. Eight straight sellouts. A lot of uh, controversy online, too, from a lot of you bored RSL fans um, saying that – or uh, okay, hang on. Wait, let's take a vote because I want to know what you guys think. Okay. The sellout stuff. Mm-hmm. We see it on TV. We see empty seats. Yeah, people just don't show up to games, but they purchase the ticket. So what about so no one else can purchase that ticket? Hence, it is sold out. So what do you think about the, like the scan rates and stuff? Should the cl- like should the club come out and kind of justify scan rates and say? I don't think so. You don't think so? No, like people just sometimes don't show up. Stuff comes up. Sometimes they stand at the top of a section. Like I don't really think it matters. Tickets sold or tickets sold. It's money in the pocket of the club. Carry on. What do you think, Alex? Same thing. If you're t- if if you're advertising the sell, it's because you've sold that many tickets. Like it does. If fans choose not to show up, that's I mean that's on them. You know, either way, those tickets have been sold. Either way, that ticket that ticket money is hopefully going to the club and being put into good use. Um, so advertise those sellouts, man. The tickets already sold. Isaac. Um. Yeah, I think people are just bored. You know, it's a weird thing. It's to a get weird grumpy thing about. to be mad about. Yeah. Yeah. Or like I don't know, you're watching TV and like. Three seats are empty. Like they're probably taking a piss. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Something. Like, it's, it's a weird thing to get like huffy about. Like, getting concessions. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't see the. Yeah. The concern. The. Uh, yeah. I mean, I. I think we saw it more so in the beginning of the sellouts, where it was like, I mean, well, you, you couldn't go, it deny started it. to rain and everyone left. Right. Yeah. Uh, sure. Okay. But the yeah. tickets were still sold. You know what I mean? I mean, I wonder what percentage of seats are actually like not. You know, butts in seats. I'm just, dude, Doesn't matter. As a season ticket holder, when I was one, I'm not anymore. Sue me. Um, there were plenty <laughs> of games that I was like, you know what? It's hot. I'm tired. I just got off work. I don't want to go, and couldn't find anyone to send to the game. Like it happens. People yeah. are think they have lives and things come up, and they just don't show up. Yeah. Also, if you guys, uh, you know, we do a lot of ticket give uh, giveaways. We did one uh, this last match. We did a four ticket VIP giveaway. That included um, Southlot parking and uh, all-you-can-eat food. It was in the uh, Zions Bank Club, whatever they call it. Um, so shout-out to the people who had won that. Um, thanks for posting and, re- and sharing and, and letting us know that you guys went there. Blowing our phones up 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, yep. Um, <laughs> shout out to uh, that was f- uh, from our friend David at uh, First Touch Consulting. By the way, he's a big fan of the RSL. She's a big fan of me, dude. He thinks I'm incredible. Yeah, it's weird. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't really get it, but it's weird. Yeah. Um, on a different note, if you guys do have uh, tickets that you guys want to either uh, give away, like let's say you're in this uh, situation where you want to go to the match and you're not going to be able to make it. Um, leverage the RSL show. I mean, literally just send us a DM and say, Hey, I can't make this game. I, I don't really want money for them. Here you go. Whatever we do that all the time. We'll repurpose those tickets to fans who do want to go or maybe bring some people. Um, just and don't even, let, don't let the tickets go to waste. Yeah. Even if you do want to sell them and need to get more eyes on it, we'll throw out a retweet, you know, just, yeah, get them out there, get people to the game, get them experiencing the fun. Yep. Exactly. So, uh, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, MLS news. Aaron Herrera. Resigned. Oh, yeah. Let's not skip that. Yeah. So Aaron Herrera, um, this is just purely off of memory. Aaron Herrera contract extension through 2024 with an option to extend 2025 25 and 26. Yeah, two more years. Yep, yep two more years. Um, I don't know the dollar amount on the contract. We did interview Herrera, and he actually did. So he said some interesting things. He's like, "Yeah, you know, just because I signed a contract, you know, doesn't mean like I'm really locked in here. I'd so love to go play in Europe." It's gonna bring up my point. I'm hoping that us locking him up for a few years means we can actually sell him instead of him waiting till he's a free agent and moving on. Yeah, I mean that'd be the best, right? I um, really want to see us sell a player to Europe, and I really want it to be Aaron Herrera. Even though I love watching him play for our cell, I want to see it happen. Yeah, I think it's his time. What's how old is he? Twenty three. 24? I have no idea. Something. I mean, you know. He's really getting to where he needs to go or he's here forever, though. Yeah, because he is in his prime, I would say. Yeah, he's he's at the point where he's going to be too old for Europe here very soon. 25. Oh, he's very close to that point. Same age as Glad then, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think Justin Glad's time's up, though. No, Glad Glad is here for life. Yeah, I think Glad's here forever. He's our new Nat Borchers, huh? Yeah, hopefully he just doesn't, you know, go sign for Portland and win an MLS Cup. And <laughs> yeah, I could see. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's so weird how, dude, it's so weird how these kids evolved and like now they're the faces of RSL. Right, all old and tattooed Glad. And, and things. And you're just like, oh man. Yeah, Glad's just taking off his shirt any chance he gets. <laughs> Wild. It's true. What you do you think about it? What? Mad you can't do it. Yes. Yeah. Um, you can't do, do it either. <laughs> what do you think about Herrera wanting to go play for uh, Guatemala? Guatemala. Her- Do you say Herrera? Yeah. Oh, um, with the like the whole national team change. Yep. I mean, why not, dude? I say go for it, dude. Obviously, Burhalter has no interest in you, which is strange. So I say do it. Go get it, some international experience. Have fun. That's yeah. that, and that's the, the, the same thing I said on El Show RSL the other day. Is if if it's obvious, Burt Halter is he, he's not in Burt Halter's plans, and his goal is to play international football. Now's the time. It's his Guatemala's opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's gonna happen. Yeah. I think so, especially now with Rubin. Yeah, it's gonna happen. having having just someone you know on that on that helps. You know, it yeah. helps a lot. Yeah, and so I could definitely see him making that switch here. Yeah, it's gonna you know it's gonna it's gonna make you more comfortable. I don't know if Herrera is a native Spanish speaker. I was told that he can talk a little bit. Nothing. No, you're shaking your head. Not really. No, that's okay. He can talk a little bit. And yeah. Like, um, but I remember he came on El Shar, so, um before I was even on there, and they just they just uh, translated the whole interview because he couldn't. He, yeah, he doesn't. But really he know. could do enough to get through a training session. No. Yeah. 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 It's fine. Go do it. How many guys on the U.S. national team can't speak English? There's no. a handful. Yeah, just a handful. You know, dual nationals, it happens. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, I mean, just interesting stuff. We're seeing it. Uh, we're seeing a lot of stuff develop um, with Real Salt Lake, uh, just like next moves. And it, it just seems everything just seems to kind of be pointing towards the future. But uh, from Pablo's conversations, just about the team, uh, morale, and, you know, it sounds like we've got a lot of leaders. Uh, inside the locker room right now, which Definitely. is good, and and that's kind of funny because it's true, man. I can't really pinpoint one true leader. Okay, Demir Krylak, obviously, but with his absence, surgeries, um, who do you look to as like the next like solid foundation, solid piece? Is it Marcelo Silva? He wears the captain arms band, but I, I, I don't think so. He's already solidified him as a solid piece in the in the spine, right? You're looking for the next like guy no one would expect. Lafelsund. Yep. 
dark horse, Jasper. <laughs> Think if so? He, if he can continue on this trajectory and, you know, if we do sign Cuellar, not lose his confidence because obviously he's going to come in and be the closer and probably still get mans anyway. Like, like I could definitely make a real name for himself. Yeah, it'll be interesting. So, uh, let's see. A lot of, um, you know, a lot of movement in – uh, Major League Soccer schedule. Uh, we've got a few matches coming up Wednesday, Thursday, so we can see a lot of uh, changes in the table with uh, you know teams earning points, moving we up or drop down. The seventh real quickly. Um, and another thing that I wanted to mention too, uh, amidst all of that, uh, when do when do we have our next match? That's actually Saturday, Sunday, Sunday? Saturday, Sunday. We play on Sunday, Sunday at Minnesota. Jose, it's away. Yeah, because mm-hmm. there's no way it's home. That's right, July third, six p.m. So, that's kind of one that uh, I don't know how I feel about that one. That's that's a winnable game, but that's a hard game. Feels like Vancouver. Yeah, Minnesota loves to beat up on us in Minnesota. So yeah, so that'll so be a don't tough be one. shot to lose. Yeah, it'll be a tough <laughs> one, um, and we'll have to see just kind of what updates we have here with you know any injuries. Uh, Miram coming off a little bit early. Do you think that was just uh, tired was, legs? Hopefully it's precautionary, man. Yeah. The one I'm concerned about is Wood, dude. Like, another surgery, just as he was kind of finding form, like, got to be concerned about man's career. And no knock on Rubin or Wood, but really hope we can get a good 9 or 10, like a really good one here soon. Yeah. Please. Please. Yeah. I don't know about 10. Have you guys seen... Did you guys watch any of Diego Luna's? Oh, yeah, highlights? yeah. I can't believe I forgot about that. So not a 10, but a 9 would be cool. Diego Luna has crazy potential. Dude, Just watching. I, I have good. not – I did not, like, watch him play at all with, like, um, El Paso. Um, but this – if you guys haven't seen it yet, like, go check out the U20 tournament because yeah. Diego Luna is killing I know the competition is oh not great, but – Regardless, I don't like, care. He looks good. He, he's doing fantastic. And I'm very excited for him to bring that here. I think I think I think that kid was signed purely to sell. Yeah, I really do, and I'm fine with it because I think he's going to kill it very for two smart. years and be gone. Very smart on RSL's part to get snatch him up before this tournament. Yeah, though, because only I think 300K? I think if teams are looking at him now, like El Paso would have after, after the performances off. that he's put on in the U20 tournament, like his value is going up. Yep. Yeah, I saw something on Twitter that he took a corner with a left and then took a penalty with his right. Bunch oh, of yeah. assists yeah. outside of the foot. Just kid's good, dude. Kid's a baller. Yeah. And I love his tattoos. <laughs> yeah. Who did he – he played with Barcelona for a little bit, right? Like in their Like U, the Barcelona Academy. Like the Barcelona Academy. That's what which I meant. Yeah. In Casa Grande, which used to be the RSL Academy. Interesting. Yeah. Weird. Yep. Cool. Well, um, yeah, a lot of MLS uh, matches happening on Wednesday and Thursday. You guys can tune into those. Um, just pay attention to the league. Uh, well, it'll be interesting to see, like you said, if we if we fall some spots. But I'm not worried. I if mean, we do, we so just good. pick up a win Sunday and we're right back up there. So yeah. it's a congested Western Conference, just like it is every year. You know, every loss is going to hurt. Every draw is going to be okay. Wins are going to be great. So we just have to stay consistent. Next four games are against teams below the playoff line. So we really need to come out with nine points. I'm going to say the three at home. We need. I we think need nine points. I think with the way the season's been going um, and just kind of where Arsenal is at right now, I think anything less than a top four spot is bad. Yeah, it's a a letdown for Mm -hmm. the end of the season. I think Rouse Lake is in prime position to be have a home playoff match. I think so, too. And I think that should be the goal. Same. Yeah. That should uh, be the expectation. Do you remember in the beginning of the season what I said? No, what did you say? I said, uh, so Real Salt Lake season, the last the last season part of this one horrible start but then we finished strong we made oh like yeah you the, were saying we we're gonna start strong finish horrible so i hope that doesn't come yeah, into me fruition too, the more important part of the year is the end of the season where you know the the playoff standings kind of align so yeah hopefully we don't drop off anytime soon or not drop off in the playoffs so We'll see. Time will tell, really. Yeah. Philadelphia versus NYCFC. Did you guys see oh, the trainer, game. dude? What a game. <laughs> I love the trainer. You look like the trainer a little bit, actually. <laughs> so I look like any white dude with a beard and short hair. <laughs> and tattoos. Yeah. Generalize me a little more, Andy. Yeah, I don't know what happened there, man, but it was just a scuffle, dude. I loved it. Scuffle. What, what a game. Did you watch Scrap the Scrap away. No. No. I, you know, I am a, I low-key like, and like New York City FC, um, just with like the relationship with, Here's the Cooligans. Manchester City. 
The color scheme is pretty dope. A it's big fan terrible. of Tati Castellanos. Um, just a, still a solid team, in my opinion. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I didn't watch it. That game was in- incredible. Yeah. The f- the fights, the goals, the just the style of play, the way they played. Oh, Dude, there's a like, beautiful game. There's, like, photos of, I like, the, Philadelphia the Union yeah. like, <laughs> flipping off the fans. Yep. Some cold Steve Austin photo. Yep, so good. Yeah. It's, I would love that from, like, Everton. I would print that and put it above my fireplace. <laughs> yeah, you know, the cool thing is it's just with growth, right? It's the Union and NYCFC have, I mean, they, they, they contended each other in the playoffs last year. Um, so there's, I feel like those rivalries are just kind of forming naturally. And uh, with the league just kind of, you know, what it is for what, for where it is, it's just, it it's just bringing out that whole different side of passion. You have players leaving the field, flipping off the opposing fans, dude. Like, dude, we got John Bush to flip us off on TV ha- once, and he got fined. Yeah, we haven't That's seen great. that in a minute. Oh, I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of fines. I'm interested to know what's gonna happen to the trainer. He'll just probably have a suspension and yeah. then talking to from his boss. Get a little crazy. fine too. Yeah, yeah, but no, I mean he's fine. He's probably getting all the praise in the locker room. Well, hopefully he doesn't get his boys. Hopefully he doesn't get fined. Like. Team will pay it, dude. That's some crazy the team number. Will pay it. <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Let's see, Real Salt Lake. Any other news? News, news, news. Anything around staff, players? I don't news. I don't think so. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I wish they would make a statement on Roe v. Wade. That's all I'm going to say, though. <laughs> okay. That's uh, that's hey, I. I just wish they'd say something. I'm on your team. Thank you. The other thing with that, too, uh, not specifically that, um, I will say that it is getting impossible and, and more difficult to find parking at Rio oh Tinto for the games. Even when you have a parking pass for employee lots, they're full. Let's, uh, let's, Holy let's, hell. Let's go ahead and complain about that a little bit, actually. I'm gonna. When did the solar lot become the season ticket parking lot? It's always been. I, I, th- I think it started this year. Yeah, like, but this permit, year the I, I permit say, started yeah. like three games in, I think. Okay, so Real Salt Lake, you guys got to do like, you guys got to throw out some correspondence, something to make it easier for fans. I'm sure they sent an email to the season ticket holders. Well, you guys, you, I think you guys could do a better job. Well, okay, that's that's the that's the problem. If they you're send sending it to the season ticket holders, exactly. they need to put a sign on on uh, 90th there that says law is permit only or something yeah, general parking like just a better plan because yeah. it was just a total mess i mean even you know the, the stevenson sylvester trying to get him trying to get him parked anywhere was anywhere. anywhere was crazy i mean it's it's cool it's great to see and i know there's a lot of plans from the transit area and all that but holy smokes like they got to get that under control the whole yep. parking situation um because let's face it a lot of fans they don't want to ride the bus i'm sorry i don't like I want to get there when I get there. Like. I don't care if the if the track station dropped me off literally in the front door of my house, I would not take it. Oh, I would. If it dropped me off right at the front of the stadium <laughs> and I could walk straight in, then I would definitely do it. Okay, but I would take it. Buses are different for me. Yeah, but you guys, yeah, just uh, RSL, figure it out. Just put a Parking. sign on 90th. Yeah, but if that's the thing that we're complaining about and the only it's thing we're complaining about, yeah. it's not a bad thing. You can complain about the pyro going off every game for no reason behind the goal. Yeah, that's every time there's like a shot on goal. Every time the ball hits the net, dude, that thing goes off. Yeah. I wonder if it's automated. It has to be because I don't see anybody like sitting there. Dan's just like, watch this. <laughs> yeah, somebody. Uh, cool. All right, that's pretty much it. Oh, shout out all the uh, RSL interns real quick uh, that I've met. Um, shooting photos, videos, uh, walking around making TikToks. Uh, good for you guys. It's been really cool to meet a few of those uh, people. It's wild actually seeing like the employees there get help. Yeah, actual people. Yeah, bodies. Yeah. Uh, Isaac, hmm. how was your? Um, so, in case you guys didn't see our post, uh, I was quoted: "Baby shot his first RSL game, and it's Isaac with his camera." What'd you <laughs> think, dude? How 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 was that experience? Your first one? Um, it was it was really fun. Um. The game was kind of boring. I do want to say one thing, though. A lot of you fans are ruthless. The things I hear and, yes, sir. and the places where I don't expect them expect to hear it is insane. <laughs> that poor goalkeeper. Oh, dude, goalkeepers get it the worst. Yeah. I, I love it. I never felt bad for somebody in my <laughs> life. 
Until now? Well, MLS. Let me remind me to uh, tell you about Will Hesmer before we leave. Okay. Yeah. Columbus Crew goalkeeper from back in the day. Okay, I'll try to remember that name, but dude. Ruthless. Why do you think John Bush turned around and flipped off the crowd? Yeah. (laughs) Ruthless. Do the worst, though, for me, because I go and record everywhere. It, It was girls championship high school soccer yeah ruthless too the most ruthless crowd bro and it was coming from the girls like saying things about their boyfriend (laughs) who was snapchatting who hey your boyfriend was with me last night like bro it was insane dude yeah it's crazy how personal it gets yeah anyways it's a lot of fun so you had fun yeah i did have fun i hope i hope i can do it again yeah, I tasked Isaac with getting goals. I literally just I put all the pressure on him. I said, "Get goals, get goals, get goals." Okay. And no goals happened. Yeah. So it's <laughs> so it's not, your fault. No, yeah. it's not his fault. No, all it's right, guys. Your fault. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the RSL show <laughs> on KSL Sports. Uh, you can follow the RSL show on IG, Twitter. Uh, Alex is going to start doing dances on TikTok. Apparently. No, we're not. <laughs> And that's pretty much it. Uh, go leave a review. friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation. Care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great.